0: Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
4: This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez.
2: Hello, hello.
5: Hey, mister,
2: how are you? I'm doing okay. Yeah, you know, Where are you right now? Are you in the, the, the downstairs?
5: Yeah, I'm in the villa downstairs, yes.
2: So wait, what's happening with the leak? I want to know what's going on. Did you ever fix so,
5: the leak in your... I decided, and the owner decided, to address it once I left because there's going to be like a mess and dust because like they have to open the ceiling and they have to do all these things. And because I don't use that bathroom at all, or that bedroom, I was like, you know, what? I'd rather have no workers Come over, so he's just gonna do it when I'm gone.
2: The mold must be insane. Where? In the roof. Because it was leaking tons of water. There's water in there, the humidity, the heat when you're not working, yeah. when you're not working, the air is off. You probably have crazy mold.
5: Yeah, well, I don't know. But I, I don't I don't wanna deal with having to come over and it's a mess. I'd rather just wait. It's okay. Yeah,
2: you're probably right.
5: You're probably thank right. you for giving me the gift, Eric.
2: I just gave you the gift of knowledge because <laughs> I used it. That's all. Um, so how's everything else going in uh, Puerto Rico land?
5: Everything is okay. You know, working like crazy. I just got up work. I haven't even taken a shower, uh, but things are moving. I only have three weeks, like three weeks and change before I get to go home. And I am incredibly happy.
2: And see your fam. No, oh, I'm sorry. And see their kids as was stated on Tamron Hall for whoever saw the Tamron Hall show.
5: So guys, I did the Tamra, Tamron, Tamara? Tamron,
2: Ta- Tamron or Tamron, Tamron,
5: Tamron Hall. Uh, Hall talk show for ABC. Just so, so nice and so beautiful, this woman. And we did a really, it was a little crazy for me because I was in the middle of the scene. They had to pull me over because it was a live show. And I do this interview. The lighting was terrible, but I think it came out fine. And then Eric surprised me with this beautiful video from home. Just talking about me and he's offended because he 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 is accusing me of not like what are you accusing me of this time not a, not a, no no it's
2: everything we talk about all the time here we say oh we have mom guilt mom guilt we joke do you have husband do you have wife guilt do you miss your husband or just miss the kids all things we joke about and then on national television <laughs> Tamron hall says oh you're rourke from fantasy island if you could grant yourself just one fantasy what would it be? Oh, that's easy to be home with my kids. Not my family, my kids. That's, I think
5: yeah. any mother. I'm, call, I'm
2: calling you on that. But you could say family, like we talked about. Do you have wife guilt?
1: Or I kid can. Guilt?
5: I can, but any mother will understand. Any mother that has, hasn't seen her kids in almost four months, if you ask her for her fantasy, she will probably say, "I can't wait to see my kids." Nothing to do with disregarding the husband or not thinking about the husband and not thinking about the family unit. It's just that as a mom, it's like, "Oh my god, I cannot wait to see my kids." So I don't think when you took it so personal. And then I, spoke and, very then highly.
2: I and then I came on and then I came on with a surprise video, and you know we had a little bit of a of a, a tussle, a little bit of an argument past couple days. And then she goes on Tamron Hall. And of course Tamron Hall doesn't know that, that we were just recently in an argument and I did this video. And so she sees this video of me saying all these beautiful things about her. And you could see that I know, cause we were in an argument for the past couple of days that she's just like looking at it going, how did Eric say all these nice things given the arguing we've been doing the past two days. And you could see her processing it like, wow, this is really sweet, but I'm so confused. And what? then she's like, he's, he's a really good dude.
5: I never or said What did you call me? A
2: good man He's a really good
5: man I Okay, listeners so I said <laughs> My husband is good people He's a really good man
2: Good He's, people That was the
5: word Good people Good man He's amazing Amazing I love him so much i want to repeat it again Good people Good man He's amazing I love him so much Without
2: a smile Without a smile on your face
5: <laughs> And still He gives you So you know what I, 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 don't, I don't know what else to do Anyway, so that's what's up. <sighs> that is what's up. Guess...
2: Good, good. Uh, I broke my toe the other day. I think I broke my toe.
5: What? Jammed, you didn't
2: know tell you know me. I know. I just keep. I don't. I don't tell you a lot of stuff. Too many problems. What? Wait, um. What toe? My left foot. I got out of bed, walked, and jammed it on the bed, the foot of the bed, because uh-huh. I was walking too close to the side of the bed, and then I, it hurt pretty bad. But I don't know if I was still out of it. And then like midday, I was like, wow, my toe is really sore. And I was like, oh, that's right. I jammed it. Took my sock off, fully swollen in black and blue.
5: But what, the little one?
2: Uh, second one over.
5: Oh, my goodness. Okay. So I
2: think I probably broke it. Good crack. It's pretty sore, pretty swollen. Um, what, that's about wait, it. That's wait, wait, about...
5: Wait. What about this, Eric? I don't know if we, we talked about this real quick. Fantasy Island was going to open May 31st, and we have been moved, guys, to fall. I don't know if fall means September, but the fall lineup. Or if it mean, means mid season, which is we're gonna open well, January. How, how could but, fall?
2: How could how could f- listen to what you just said? How could fall mean mid season? There's either fall or there's mid season. So if you're in the fall lineup, that means you're gonna premiere in the fall lineup, which well, is either gonna be August or either, I'm sorry, either gonna be September or October.
5: Well, the way they announced it was it is part of the fall lineup, but we that don't know if it's, it's gonna be. September, fall, or if it's going to be mid-season, which is January. I'm just repeating that, what they said.
2: But that makes no sense. That's not part of the fall lineup.
5: We 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 don't know um, exactly when it's going to open. They're still debating. But what I have to say is, like, guys, it's not going to be a summer show anymore. It was such an incredible leap of faith from the network and the studio to grab us from summer and put puts us back on the like fall lineup because that's where all the big, big shows... Uh, premiere it's a big responsibility it's a lot of competition but we are elated that they believe that fantasy island should be part of that group and it's awesome and and i hope people uh, support it this season is just stunning and it's truly amazing great guest stars and great scripts so i'm excited i just want to i want everybody to know that that's the case
2: We um, might want me to start with uh, with some hot to- hot
5: topics. Yeah, hot topics.
2: All right. Well, this is an interesting one. I'm not really interested. In I already know what the answer is going to be, but please don't give your partner an ultimatum. In a dream world, you'd always be on the same page as your significant other, but that's not always the case. Uh, it's these exact situations that have even the, the most level-headed person wondering if they should give their partner an ultimatum. So obviously, they're saying that making demands are likely going to cause resentment in the other person and cause a lot of turmoil in a relationship and that giving an ultimatum per, you know, the therapist is a disaster. But, you know, sometimes I guess people feel they have to resort to that. Do you agree in giving ultimatums in a relationship?
5: Oh, my goodness. Um, look, I just put some light in me. Right, better. Um, given, given an ultimatum to your partner. Have I ever given
6: you an ultimatum? Hmm. Mm.
2: I don't know if either of us have ever given each other a blanket ultimatum. I think we've gone pretty close to... This is what's tricky about this for me. I'll just tell you point blank. I, I understand the idea of not giving an ultimatum because it's basically... Take it or leave it, you choose me or choose the highway, like get out, like it's tough, right? Because there's no compromise, there's no negotiation. But if you're with somebody who's not good at compromising, and it's kind of always about them and the decision making, how do you get your point across if you don't give an ultimatum? Like because compromising is hard, you can say, "I'm fine compromising, but you have to be willing to accept that you're not going to hear what you always want to hear or else you're not compromising. Am I right or wrong? Okay. No, am I right or wrong? Do you agree? Okay. But Am I right or wrong? Do you agree?
5: Uh, Can you repeat it?
2: That if you're compromising, you have to be willing... If you're truly somebody that's agreeing about compromising, you have to be willing to accept that what you want may not always be the answer you're going to get. Yeah. So therefore... Are you that kind of a person? Are you okay not getting your way and truly compromising?
5: Um, sometimes.
2: Depends on what it is.
5: Yeah, I think so. I don't, I'm not going to lie. I can't say. I, I will always compromise because what if it goes against my values or my morals or whatever? I think it's, it's correct for me and my soul. I don't I don't believe that you have to compromise and accommodate yourself to make somebody else happy. I think you can compromise sometimes, but I don't think being a a, a pleaser just for the sake of trying to find uh, be accepted or be loved it, it it's right. I think at some I sometimes agree. it's okay to be like, you know what? no, no, it's a no
2: I think but well, that's that that therein lies the the complications in relationships, right? Because you're either gonna have sort of this. Ah, oh, non tangible sort of thing that, like this energy, the spark, this thing that either works or doesn't work because you could analyze it till you're blue in the face, but not everybody always wants to truly compromise because then it's like you're always giving in and you're not standing up, maybe for your values or morals or your beliefs or whatever the case may be. But then if you're the other person, you're like, damn, you never really compromise. So here's the ultimatum: either I can do this or I can't. I think I think ultimatum has to come at the point when you're near the end or you're willing to be on the end of a relationship.
5: That that's why it's called an ultimatum, because it's like this is my last attempt, and if you don't do it, then I'm gonna I'm just gonna
2: run. That's what I mean. I think it has to get to a dark place. I don't think it can be in just everyday life. Ultimatums, I think, are too difficult.
5: In yeah, and I I think even ultimatums. I don't know if that works. And listen, I think at some point, if you're with somebody and you have compromised enough, you know, and and you try and you try and you try and you love the person, but nothing is changing. I think it's fine if you say, you know what, this is the deal: either you do this or you're gonna lose me, you know. And I, th- I feel like that's valuable because you're standing up for yourself. But for the most part, when you give an ultimatum, the other people is gonna take that as an attack, as you know what, um, I, I'm, I'm being controlled. Um, I don't like it, and ego gets in the way, and and it's gonna be very difficult to be able to overcome that. So I don't know, I don't know, I don't know about ultimatums. Have you ever? Like what would be an ultimatum for you? Like if I do something that you're like, "Uh -uh," what is an ultimatum? Give an example of something that you will ultimate. Is that a word?
2: Mm. Uh, Ultimate that I would ultimate. (laughs) Um, Look, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. There's things that like in life, even like in our, our relationship, even when it comes to our jobs, like at some point, I feel like everybody ha- probably gets to a breaking point where, I mean, let's just hypothetically say, right. You, you're a person you love to work, right. Or, and let's say you have an opportunity to go do uh, the Lord of the Rings. I don't know a trilogy, some movie, right. And it's going to take you away for three years in New Zealand. And the, and I'm doing a project here and I clearly cannot go. And you can't just jump on a plane to go to New Zealand. like, You can, I mean, you literally can jump on a plane, but you can't like go there over the weekend, right? It's really, really far. And if you were just like, I need to do this job and I'm like, I won't see you for probably nine, 10 months out of the year, maybe I'll see you for a month. And the kids barely are going to get to see you too. And if if you're just like, I don't care, I need to do this job, Wouldn't you think therein lies, or even reversed, if it was me and it was you, whatever, the reverse situation, wouldn't therein lie an ultimatum or you would just go, all right, I guess let's see what happens, see if we can make this work, but at some point you're going to break.
5: But what what could the ultimatum be? It's like you-
2: Like you choose a job or you choose the family.
5: Meaning what?
2: Meaning like if I chose to go away for three years and you were going to see me 10 months out of the year, for three years, I mean, you'd see me, I'm sorry, you'd see me two months out of the year for three years. And you were like, I'm not sitting well with this. This is going to be very difficult on me, on the marriage, on the kids, on the family. And I'm just like, I don't care. I need to do this job. And at that, before that point, we felt like we were in a pretty strong marriage. I think you have two options. Throw caution to the wind. That person goes and you see where you land in your marriage at that point, or you compromise. And But if you can't pull out of a job because you're working, you can't just quit. So you can't leave. So you have to give that person ultimatum. It's either you take the job, roll the dice on the family, see if we can survive this,
5: or, or we're out. What do you mean we're out? we're out?
2: How do you make it work?
5: No, I, I don't agree with you at all when it comes to that, um, Eric, because then you have- How a would start. you make it work? Well, you make it work, Eric. You make it work. How? First How do you make it all, work if
2: you see your a, partner if, for two months?
5: If you do the Lord of the Rings. I've never been in part of, of those big franchises, so I have no idea. How many months does it take? I don't know if they do three, if they're back to back. I don't know if you they don't, they don't allow you to travel. I'm giving schedule, you a
2: hypothetical scenario. You're gone for three but years. Not.
5: But if we're going to talk about this topic, we have, let's talk about things that are realistic and practical, not hypotheticals. But, because what, what but we, we don't. Say, we don't know their now. schedule. Oh, okay, we have okay, to make it up. I doubt it that we're talking about is a three-year career co- commitment, babe. I'm not, I'm not going to see you for three years. Just so you know, you're abandoning your family for three years. I'm assuming, I'm assuming... The person can travel to see the the, the family. The family can travel. That family can I,
2: I just said it's possible, but you're not jumping over to New Mexico. You're flying on a 20-hour flight to New Zealand. I you know. can't go for a weekend. A, B, if you're working on a TV show somewhere else and you can't just up and leave, there's no way during those 10 months that you can mm-hmm. up and leave on a 20-hour oh. flight for a weekend.
5: I'm so moving, what do you do? I'm going to tell you something, and this is my honest truth. Eric Winter, get selected to be cast and be the next freaking, the the new Iron Man, the freaking new Batman, three picture deal, shooting in freaking Ireland, whatever, whatever, whatever. I know how hard it's going to be for the family. I know it'll be brutal it was going to suck, but I will never ever tell you if this is something you want to do because it's going to elevate your career because financially it makes a lot of sense because this is your dream to freaking be part of a superhero franchise, which I have said to you- Did you, you say superhero? Since I met you, I said, you need to play a superhero. So my me my truth, if you get an opportunity like that at your age and at my age, I'll be the first one to say, you know what? We'll make it work because this is just way too important. The kids are going to be okay. They're going to be with mom. It's okay. <music>
2: Okay, next topic. Marriage therapist reveals top compliment from wives about husbands. In a recent TikTok video that has gone viral, a marriage therapist reveals the biggest complaint she hears from wives considering divorce. The therapist says women complain that their husbands wait for them to tell them what needs to be done. She also explains the difference between active responsibility and passive responsibility. Active responsibility would you look around for things to do in the house, take responsibility for it, etc. Passive responsibility would be being able to help be waiting for somebody to tell you what to do instead of just being active and doing it. So how do you divide up house and kid duties? And Eric, are you proactive or just getting done with what needs to be done and waiting for Rosalind to tell you what to do? Do you ever find yourself annoyed to have to ask the partner for help? Go.
5: Oh my God. Edgy. Uh, Dropping the phone. Go. You go. I
2: just read all the topics. <laughs> it's so a great one. Okay, so what am I, am I? Am I active or am I passive with uh, duties? Because apparently this is a massive cause of irritation and problems in relationships.
5: I, I, that's not my situation. You are super, super, duper active. I don't have to worry about anything because Eric is the perfect handyman the perfect problem solver the perfect hobby you're very active too active
2: too i can stop you want to stop would you like to take over let's see one of the topics is kids duties would you like to take over
5: when i'm home yeah i would love
2: that i mean all of it like put you on the mom text chains and you have to coordinate all the schedules and you have to deal with all the parents no you're
5: fine you can you can keep doing that <laughs>
2: Okay. Well, Okay. Uh, let
5: me ask you. Let me ask you something. So, what? Uh, am I active or am I passive?
2: Uh, when you're home around the house, the house stuff, you're active. Like taking care of the house, you're active. Yeah, you're always cleaning. You're always trying to take care of things, organize, put things. You know, you're dealing with the house. You're very active. And with the with the kids, yeah, you're. I mean, no, with the kids, and, and this is not a negative thing. With the kids' duties yeah i'm the active one you're you're you basically look at the calendar that i've created and you see what's on the schedule and you know what's coming you know what i mean like yeah i'm the active one when it comes to kids i i coordinate all the doctor's appointments the activities the playdates the yeah i mean that's kind of the way we work our system
5: and it's wouldn't you say and it's what thank
2: you uh do you ever find yourself annoyed well you guess you said no because you don't really have to ask me for help
5: you don't annoy me when it comes
2: to that. No. Oh, okay. But I annoy you with other stuff.
5: <laughs> Clearly.
2: <laughs> Clearly. Wow. Attention parents. Are you ready for the no nagging challenge? Oh, this is actually really interesting. I probably have to practice this. This is really difficult. Yeah. One mom here says it changed her life. A frustrated mother of two says that she became tired of nagging her kids before school to get ready um, to pick up the room, to do all these things. They're always getting late. So she decided to step back, not nag anymore, and just let things play out. So they would just show up late to school and realize those consequences. Instead of barking orders or getting angry about picking things up and making a mess, she would just say, uh, I see dirty clothes on the floor. I just don't know if this would work in our house, but I love it. I just, basically- it's- not being so aggressive with parenting, I guess. Not being so harsh and trying to let them learn from their mistakes.
5: Can I, can I say something? Sure. It would be so awesome for you to be able to practice that because I don't see I, – sometimes I, I, I wish I would have like a little camera hidden to record you in the mornings. Guys, Eric is a basket case in the mornings. Everything's Stressful. It's like, you're like, like, it's really crazy. And he gets up before everybody. He drinks his cup of coffee. He has his affirmations that he's been doing now for, for like a year and a half. Religiously, it's a beautiful thing. It's just, it's just me time. Kids get up and every single peaceful thought that he had and every affirmation was out the window because he's like, you stress out in the mornings and it's crazy. I'm going, it's why? Well, I think
2: problem? you got to put that in perspective a little bit, right? So in twofold, yes, I'm up. I'm by myself here. I'm juggling both kids, getting both kids ready and trying to get out the door in a reasonable time. When you have one kid who can just drag her feet, act like a bit of a teenager, be a little bit of a pain in the butt, I think it's easier to do what this is saying. Fine. I'm going to sit back. I got nowhere to go. Let me go ahead and let her be 30 minutes late for school and she'll deal with the tardy slip. But when you have two kids and the one that's actually being good and ready to go is now his day is being affected by the other one who is dragging her feet or going slow. And sometimes it's reverse. Sometimes Sabella's ready to go 10 minutes early and she wants to get out of the house. And I'm still juggling, doing the dishes, putting the dogs, you know, feeding the dogs, putting them in, the, in their room, getting stuff ready, getting him changed, brushing his teeth. Maybe he's whining and, and, and being crabby. How do you keep your patience? When you're talking to a, a four-year-old, I see dirty clothes on the floor, I see we haven't brushed our teeth, and he's just like, I'm not gonna brush my teeth, and the other one's saying, I wanna go to school.
5: I don't know if that strategy of just changing, I don't know if what this therapist, or this mom, this article, I don't know if that's the answer. I, don't, I think every kid is different, so maybe for her kid, it worked. I have no idea with our kids, but I just wish that you will somehow, it's just very, you, you stress out too much in the mornings. And I've, I've done this routine by myself, sometimes when you're traveling or you're away. Or you have super early call time, and I'm home, and I'm the one that but has to. Be to be fair, it.
2: you haven't seen me on any of these mornings. I've actually been pretty chill.
5: No, no, I'm I'm judging you, and I'm just sharing the experience from yeah. Not I haven't been with you. Yeah, you haven't last seen month. me. Yeah. yeah,
2: you have no idea how it's been going.
5: I have no idea. Maybe it's great. I'm just trying to, talking about what I experience, and even what our nanny, that like we always joke about, like every gets so so stressed out. And I swear to you, in the mornings, and you know, I'm like you, like I'm, my mind is like always like racing. And I, my approach. I don't know if it's my approach is different, or if I'm like, you know what, I'm just kind of. I don't get that that hype in the mornings with the kids. Even if when they are acting impossible and it's frustrating and shit. I'm not saying that they're not, and I'm not saying that it's not warranted that you get like ah, because they're sometimes they're a lot. You know, every parent I'm, I'm assuming has lived that, love, getting the kids ready to school and their lunches and, and and preparing everything and making sure they don't they don't get to to school late. It is super hectic, but I, I wish that you would just. Take a little chill pill sometimes. That's I just don't know
2: how you can, how you can just sit back and let one kid make the other kid late and just be like, okay, we're going to take our time. You're just going to be late and that's fine. And then the other kid suffers and then they're totally late. But it,
5: but it's not suffering. It's not that. Dramatic. No,
2: but two kids, if I'm not say suffering. Okay. But one kid's basically disregarding everything you're saying. And now the other kid can't, can't actually go. But it's or is they, they're late.
5: Five minutes late. What, no,
2: we're not talking about five minutes. I I haven't worried about five I'm talking about if they're 15, 20 minutes late. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's not as easy. I like what they're saying. I think it's great advice. I would like to try to practice it more. Um, I mean, and you, you're not like just even zen energy the entire time too. You get amped up if the kid's talking back to you. You can't act like you're zen and I'm freaking fire and I'm losing no. my mind and you're just calm no. and meditating. <laughs> That's we both, not, you know, we both yeah. have that tendency for sure.
5: That's um, not what—that's not what I said. I, I just feel like I'm a little bit more chill. But yeah, I have lost my bananas sometimes. Of course, of course, and they're not easy.
2: Yeah, I just think advice like that is great, but very hard. It's good to practice and try, but it's very hard to just own and make it like blanket across all kids. True. Try or it. scenarios.
5: Try it and see what happens. I'm
2: gonna try it now as soon as we get done.
5: I know. Right. Now you have the whole night routine. You have to have to eat, baths, read a book, put them to bed. It's crazy. I know. Not easy. I'll be there soon so I can help you with all your duties. Can't wait. Why <laughs> <Boy>, you laugh? <laughs> because that can't wait was just lovely.
2: <laughs> it's the truth. We can't wait to have you home. It's gonna be much better.
5: I cannot
2: wait to be home. All right. Well, on that note, until next time. Bye. Thanks. I love you. Love you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think.
5: If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at Iset ella dijo or send us an email. Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. Iset said, Ella Dijo is part of iHeartRadio's
1: My Cultura podcast network.
2: See you next time.
1: Bye. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.